We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. And we're live. Welcome to the RG DFS Tournament Takes Podcast Week 3 Edition. I am your host, Chris Kirkwood, screen name Kirk Dees, here with my two boys, as usual. First, uh, returning back from the same uh, show from last season is Bobby Gomes at Bobby Gomes DFS. Also here with our boy, the OG, the notorious one from RG, uh, Derek Barnesworth at RG underscore notorious. What is up, fellas? Week 3. Noto had a good week last week. Um, and uh, interested to hear how you did, Bobby. But uh, what's going on, fellas? How you doing, Noto? Yeah, doing good. Um, you know, we spent all our weekend analyzing the comments on YouTube, so uh, the energy's up. the uh, The gain is down on the microphone, so don't worry. I'm not uh, yelling at everyone on the podcast feed. But uh, yeah, had a good week. Thanks to largely thanks to Bobby. Uh, ended up getting on Keenan Allen while we were on the show. Uh, we kind of dove, dove through his splits. Um, you know, a lot more air yards this season. So I ended up playing him uh, with a bunch of guys. Finished uh, top 1%. Um, only played three lineups, but uh, that one was pretty good. So uh, really nice uh, week for me. I'm no squirrel patrol, but uh, trying to get there. You got to run like God to be squirrel patrol and be very talented as well. But you, so you're just waiting for the, the, the God to run like God part. You'll, you'll, you'll get it. Uh, Bobby, what's happening? Yeah, it was uh, not the greatest week for me. Played way too much Travis Kelsey, but I hit. I had some other like good plays. I just couldn't put it all together. Um, I usually go pretty heavy if I have a feel on a guy, and I, I had some Keenan. I had a Monra. I had Tank Dell, um, but definitely had too much Kelsey, so didn't turn out. The it wasn't the greatest week too. Hopefully, we'll turn it around week three. Dude, all right, I'll get the quick rant. I had the worst week uh in, in week two not only was i moving which is did like the final move which is the worst thing i wouldn't wish it on my worst enemy it is the worst thing ever also had a crying baby uh, uh a crippled dog it just made life so hard tried to do then uh saturday night the ufc picks weren't the greatest 
uh, was 0 and 1 officially. We had a draw and a no contest. We got robbed with the, the draw. Um, but anyways, then uh, I got smashed on Yahoo, like super smashed. Um, I played because uh, every T Higgins was like grossly underpriced and I knew everyone was playing them and uh, everyone was going to play digs. And I decided to fade digs, which was fine. Digs didn't really do anything. Um, but my the whole thing was I was playing Jamar Chase as opposed to T Higgins. And uh, they both did nothing first half and then Higgins went off. So it was a bad week for your boy, but we're back. Uh, I'm fired up. I got the energy right. We uh, thank you for the coffee that one of our, uh, our our listeners sent us all. I appreciate that. Um, but we're all we're all good to go here. Um, so let's talk about it. Uh, week three, we've got it's a pretty interesting slate right off the bat. I mean, it's kind of like week one, except even like on steroids, it's like we've got this one monster total game, right? We've got the, the Chargers at Minnesota with a 54 and a half point total. So we're going to have to discuss how we're going to navigate that, whether we're just going to jam it um, or we're going to have to play some lineups smartly um, to, to take stuff down. But then from there, the next highest total games is Denver at Miami. And that's a six and a half point spread Miami favored. So um, the Denver defense looks awful. The, the Miami offense should roll in this one, but that's got a 48 total. Then you got the, the Patrick Mahomes game, uh, 12 and a half point favorites, which is a little concerning, especially with the way Chicago has been playing. I don't know. Can Chicago surprise us and keep, you know, push back and keep this game going? Uh, be interested to hear your guys' thoughts with that. 48 point total there. And then uh, the last game of any significance, at least from a total perspective, is Atlanta at Detroit. Detroit minus three at home in the Dome, 46.5 point total. Interesting thing is, like, when Detroit is favored at home in the Dome, their games go off usually, typically. Um, so I don't know. We'll, I'll be interested to hear because uh, Atlanta certainly looks kind of like a slow plotting team, uh, you know, but they may be forced into a shootout here. Uh, with the way that Detroit's been going. So those are kind of the games. We've got a bunch of other games. We've got some values. Is there any injury news, um, the big injury news that came out, that dropped today? I know we're waiting on Anthony Richardson. Um, I know we, we do know that Andy Dalton's going to be playing QB now uh, this week. Um, but uh, what, what, what dropped today, or what are we waiting for? No doubt. Yeah, I believe uh, Richardson has been ruled out, so uh, Gardner Minshew is going to start. Um, running back, we're still waiting on um, AJ or Aaron Jones, and then David Montgomery's doubtful. Jamal Williams probably not going to play. Eckler's been ruled out officially. Justice Hill's been ruled out. Um, wide receiver, pretty much just waiting on Jalen Waddle. Um, that's going to be one of the bigger injuries to monitor leading up to Sunday. Zay Jones has been ruled out. Um, I think Christian that's Watson is one, one Christian Watson, yeah, and Aaron Jones because like those two together will uh, affect uh, the chalk of the min min price chalk smash um, last week. So, all right, um, big picture standpoint, how do you, how do you feel about this slate, Bobby? Yeah, everything's kind of around this uh, Vikings Chargers game. Both totals have gone up two points since the open. Uh, so pretty much trying to sort through who I want to play in that game. Um, I like playing like low own pieces in games like this. Although obviously Justin Jefferson's a key key piece. So is Keenan Allen. And when we, when we talk about Mike Williams's price, you're gonna understand why he's important in roster construction as well. So it's it's gonna be heavily owned. It's the only. It's I th- I'm pretty sure it's the only dome game. Right. Well. I don't know. It's the it's the Arizona and Dallas isn't really a dome, right? Arizona in Arizona, Arizona's no Arizona's a dome, but it's the only one with a total that we're very much so interested in. So, yeah, I don't know. It seems like trying to pl- figure out how to build around that game is probably the way I'm trying to go in tournaments and cash games. I would say the, Detroit's a, still a dome too, so we got that. We got a oh yeah. Of- Detroit, but there yeah. is a lot. But the point still stands. This is the monster total in a dome. There's a lot of weather that are implications in a bunch of other games. Um, check out what Roth has to say there. And 
but yeah. The pace no, in that I, Detroit game is totally different though, right? Like it's two very slow teams. Well, it's possible. I mean, Detroit seems to push. It's it's Atlanta that is the scary yeah. one, at least through through my eyes. But they may be forced to uh to keep up in this game. So um and it's, and I think, you know, I, I think Montgomery's gonna be out. I think that's big. I mean, maybe just maybe. We'll get uh, more Jameer Gibbs, I hope. I hope Slightly. So. Craig Reynolds. It's going to be Reynolds. It's 100% going to be Reynolds. Like we've seen this for three years now in two games. Yeah. I'm being an optimist here, okay? <laughs> yeah, it's, it'll probably be a It's all going to – I'm, gonna, it's I'm gonna, an optimist for, for Reynolds. Uh, well, really, I'm I'm with him. Like I, I see that it, there will be a slight uptick, but you're still going to see Reynolds get the Montgomery usage. Oh my gosh! Thank God I played uh, Aaron Judge on Yahoo. But it's only a, um. Anyways, uh, all right. Big picture overview. You got anything, Noto? What stands out to you the most? I mean, Chargers, Vikings, obviously going to be a big talking point. Uh, I think it's five points higher than the next closest total. So, yeah, we'll talk about all the pieces, ways to get different, and, uh, you know, kind of some stacks. I think the uh, Baltimore Indy game could be pretty good. Uh, I think Minshew is kind of a sneaky, good quarterback. And uh, if he keeps that game close, I think that one has some shootout potential as well. Yeah, so speaking of shootout potential, so I always look at the the – the blitz most plays and uh, Thorman snaps and pace from over at ETR. Um, they both have it the same. They're both aligned this week, which I always like to see. They got the chargers uh, at, at uh, Minnesota as the number one fastest pace, most plays. Uh, Cardi's got Indi- Indianapolis at Baltimore, the next. Um, and then uh, Houston at the Jags, the one top three. So both are in aligned both are aligned for top three. So those are the games probably to key in on. But uh, what we'll do is we will do like we always do and go uh, running back, start there, favorite running backs of the week, identify some chalk, give some nice pivots that we like, um, then take it over to QB, wide receiver, close it with the tight end. Bobby's going to hit us with the Bobby Gomes DFS defensive segment. Um, maybe if you're lucky, we'll get an ad read from Bobby in there in between, and uh, and we'll uh, we'll take us home with some stacks. So uh, running backs interesting. Um, there's going to be some chalky plays here. I one one of the plays I got right last week was Zach Moss. Um, I played him. Unfortunately, it didn't work fully for because I had some uh, I had I had Josh Kelly with him so. That, that hurt, but uh, Zach Moss is going to be Chuck. We're going to talk about there's also the, the situation with Cleveland with uh, Chubb being out. Uh, so Jerome Ford, who looked good, looked great, but then they go and uh, sign uh, uh, Kareem Hunt. Uh, Tony Pollard looks awesome to me. Um, there's other some other chalk plays, but uh, no, no. What's uh, what stands out to you at running back? Who, who are your favorite plays? Yeah, the chalk running back uh, has not worked well so far this season, and uh, interested to see how owned Jerome Ford ends up being. Uh, we've seen two chalky running backs already struggle against the Titans, and I don't think I want to go there, especially now that Eckler's out. Um, I do like Josh Kelly even at high ownership. You get access to that game, which we like a lot. Um, he's not going to have a lot of competition for touches. And we saw him play well week one, so I'm not too worried about his last week's dud. Um, on the other side of the game, what are you guys doing with Alexander Madison? Um, I know they brought in Cam Akers, but he's not. sounds like he's not going to play this week. Um, I mean, he hasn't looked good at all, but, uh, you know, great great game environment, pretty good role. Are you guys back in on Madison? Yeah, I'm back in on Madison. I can, I don't, they had two very difficult matchups, and they just completely – like the Bucks and Philly, and then we're just going to blow it up and go to Cam Akers. Like, I don't really understand why they try to trade immediately for a backup. I get he fumbled twice, but previously, like, he hadn't fumbled at all in his career, like only two other times previously. So 
I don't know. This is a good matchup versus uh, the Chargers for Madison. Um, I have no issue like firing him up again, and hopefully the recency bias stays with him and people kind of shy away. The interesting thing you hit on him with Ford is like, are people going to play Ford because he's a really good play? But how's recency bias going to affect his ownership? I that's where I'm coming, and I, I feel like people are going to have the same thought process as you. Forty eight hundred. Yeah. I don't know. Was he involved in the passing game? I feel like he was a little bit. He didn't he catch a touchdown? Like at that price, it's still what did we pay last week for Kelly? Was it five K? So it's not that much of a difference. I I don't know. It's Ford's ownership's gonna be like I'm currently feeling the same way you feel. Like I don't want to play Ford, but now I'm wondering I'm wondering like how low owned is he probably gonna get? What are we gonna see around 10% when he should be about like 18 to 20? Um yeah, so that's that's going to be a difficult decision for me, whether I end up fading him um, or I come in above the field. But definitely like Madison, best running back on the slate for me is Pollard versus Arizona. I just think it's a really strong matchup uh, situationally. Zach Moss is another guy who I think it's a really good play for Moss. Uh, Baltimore's run D, I think, is, is, is very good, but we're getting a three-down back at 5,500. It's hard to get away from Moss. Um and then Travis Etienne, like, I don't, I was worried about the passing situation not being sticky, and it turned out it wasn't last week. But at 6,900 versus Houston, like, he could absolutely, absolutely demolish this Houston defense. So I like Etienne a good bit as well. Um, any other thoughts you guys have at the running back position? Yeah. Um, so I'll tell you what the problem is, or at least what the, what people are going to think with Jerome Ford number one is just Tennessee, right? Like, it's just yeah. like, that's, that's why we're, we're giving, we're cutting Kelly some slack, right? We're, we're, we're willing to go back to him this week because of the, the tough matchup and the fact that he looked good week one. Um, yeah. That's just a brutal, brutal matchup for him. So, and we have other, we have other pivots all around and, you know, it does, it's not saving us a ton, you know, to go up to Josh Kelly in that monster uh, total, right where he could he could end up being one way that you know he looked really good week one you know if we cut him some slack you know this could be the spot to play him again and that in that game um i'm with you guys so the thing zach moss right the reason why he looks good i mean i was looking at it today so he had 22 touches he ran the second most routes by a running back he and then i looked up his snap share it was 98 percent snaps and i'm like jesus christ you know, like this is like the ultimate, yeah, this is the ultimate like bet on usage guy, right? Like not bet on talent. Usually it's bet on talent, bet on usage, but this, this is just strictly usage. Um, and uh, the problem is there, the matchup isn't great. It's not, it's not Tennessee level bad, but Baltimore has been pretty good uh, against running backs so far. They project to be very good against them. Um, so that's, that's some of the food for thought. Tony Pollard, Bobby, you know, I mean, he looks like a smash, right? The only problem is, is, is the price there. And it's, you know, then it's tough to fit him with Justin Jefferson and some, some other plays, but like through two games, 39 carries, that's third, 11 targets. That's first. Um, but the one thing that stood out to me was 12 carries inside the 10 yard line, um, which is the most. So um, they're, they're, favored you know 12 and 12 point favorites 12 and a half point favorites so should be able to get a huge workload and should have a should be able to produce um and i would say his skewed efficiency numbers that people are talking about i've heard people saying so far are mainly due just from the jets d right like that that jets d came to play in that in that week one game so he's the man travis Etienne. Bobby nailed it again. Um, 6,900 versus Houston. Sign me up. I would play head chopper in this spot, you know, against Houston. I've been running, I've been running out head chopper for years against this, this Houston, this Houston D, but. um, Yeah. He crushed uh, last year against Houston too. Uh, 245 uh, yards from scrimmage and a touchdown. Yep. 18.7 fantasy points average. Uh, versus Houston. Um, and, you know, good workload. 72% of the snaps. Um, Houston's given up the most rushing yard, uh, most rushing TDs so far. 
So yeah, I'm on board there. We were, I, man, I got, I, I personally, I just want to see Gibbs, Jameer Gibbs go off. And, and I just something about that Detroit dome that, you know, yeah, they're going to, um, you know, I I'm expecting Montgomery to be out and yeah, Craig Reynolds could be a thing, but like why there's gotta be an uptick, right? There's gotta be some, he's got to get a few more carries, a few more uh, dump offs potentially. Um, but you know, it was nice to see nine targets, seven receptions last week, only the seven carries. But this is a guy who's can definitely break uh, a 60 or 70 yard screen to the house or, or a run. Um, so I'm going to be playing him. But uh, I just yeah, know I just know I'm going to end up getting that text from you on Sunday. Why did I play Gibbs? That's what you're going to text me. I like the other rookie in that game. Yeah, that's that's let's go. Ooh. I like Bijan Robinson quite a bit. Um, size uh, rushing attempts go up to nineteen in week two. If you look at his, uh, you know, receiving stats, he's ran around on seventy five percent dropbacks, twenty two percent target share, which is kind of unheard of for anyone not named McCaffrey. And uh, yeah, well, I mean, both those guys have you know explosive potential. Um, so I think they're 7, interesting. Seventy eight hundred feels cheap there too, doesn't it? Yeah. Less than ten percent ownership the, at the moment in the dome. Then one other guy I wanted to bring up, uh, Raheem Mostert. So everybody's going to be playing Tyree Kill, especially if Waddle's out. And now it looks like Salvan Ahmed's going to be out as well. So I mean, Mostert could have you know most of the touches in this backfield. Nice little leverage play off of Tyreek. Any interest there? I I versus I think Denver's been pretty good versus the run. I think you just play. I think you just play Tyreek. Be perfect. I mean, I'm playing. I'm playing Tyreek. Yeah. I what what I I get what you're saying though. Like, who is it? Ah, Chains, the only one that's really behind him. Yeah, it's yeah. it's definitely interesting, especially at that tag. Yeah, that's he coming off the two touchdowns. Um, Who's Denver played? Jacobs and Jacobs Washington, and Brian Robinson. Actually, Brian Robinson went off right. I think Jacob's yeah, the first. Denver's one. defense looks awful. I don't know. I got to tell you. Oh, it looks awful. I, for some reason, I thought it was good for whatever. Sorry for the bad information, guys. Let's see. No, they look, looked awful. They, they were like the, the chalk play on a lot of like sites uh, last week, but then they just gave up massive amount of points to, to the commanders. It was like a weird situation in that game, though, right? A lot of it came like later in the game. I don't know. Game just I don't know. I wasn't even watching it because I, I had no interest in it. I can't so I watch just, Russell. I just can't do it. Yeah. I was already dead. I was already like, okay, I'm building showdown lineups. You know, how, how do I yeah. how do I get this money back? You know, type thing. Um I, I seen that game going off and I was like, what? Yeah, so it looks like it looks like they're like mid-level, like a little bit little bit positive of a matchup so far for uh fantasy points to running backs but um yeah i love i love the the um bijan call what about um what about guys like aj dillon i can never play aj dillon again felt that last week he's dead never again i didn't play him last week but i just i I had him in season long for like the last two years, and he's just terrible. Unless Hopefully it's like Aaron snowing. Jr. If it's snowing and cold, then that's when you play Dylan. Yeah, he's slow as can be too. He's a, he's like molasses. What about Pacheco getting? I mean, I this is the this is the 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 fool's play every year is the running back on the Chiefs, unless it like it's a pass catcher and they uh, you know are down all game, but like. The problem, like every year, we try to make a running back on the Chiefs work because they score so many points. They're gonna, they're the, you know, they're they're big favorites. But at the end of the day, they're always a passing offense. That's their identity. It always has been. They're gonna play. They're gonna do those little things to Kelsey. They're gonna, you know, create little uh, plays for like Tony or you know whoever this season. I I, I don't know who it will be this season. The way the way that they've been playing, but. Pacheco, I've at least thought about it at 5,400 against the Bears. You know, I would slot I would slot Head Chopper in against in this matchup too as well for 5,400. 
but any interest, Noto? Uh, maybe a little. I mean, CEH only played 10 snaps last week, so uh, maybe maybe he's like a healthy scratch. If, if that happens, then I'd certainly be more interested in Pacheco. Um, yeah, what about you, Bobby? Yeah, Pacheco, I think, is, is, is a tad banged up, correct? Is that the – he's – does he have an injury tag? I feel like he does. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, not really. If Pacheco's a full go, then yeah, I have interest. If not, I would have some interest in McKinnon. Um, I know it's not a passing script. It doesn't fit McKinnon's situation. Uh, but yeah, we've seen games where McKinnon and non-passing scripts, especially like week seven, 16 or 17 last year, he went, he went off completely. I don't know if I like love all the chalk running backs. So I could see myself like taking a chance um, in that way. Uh, but yeah, that's more of a Sunday decision than anything else. How much work does Kendry Miller get? 4,300. That's what I'm I, I, does he play more than eight to 12 snaps? If he did, like, if he's playing more than 12 snaps, I have interest at 4,300. Um, I just don't know. Because it's yeah. a hamstring, right, that he's coming back from? Yeah. He looked good, like, when he played in preseason. He was he looked very good. And they, he was involved in the passing game. I think you also have to worry about Taysom vulturing as well. Taysom looked good the other night. So, I don't know. At 4,300, if we get word that he's playing a, a good allotment of snaps, then I'd have significant interest. If not, I'm probably going to stay away and kind of let it happen, See what see how it plays out. Full participant. In practice yesterday, looks like he's going to be. Uh... He should definitely be the guy over Tony Jones. Like, there's no, I don't see why you would play Tony J. The issue is, like, within the infrastructure of an NFL roster, they never want to give the rookie that, like, they'll always start Tony Jones in the spot and then they'll let, they'll ease the rookie into the game. That's the issue I have. Unless they come out and say he's starting, but like 80, per, 80 to 90% of the time, it's never going to be the rookie running back that surpasses the vet, right? I think that's a, a sharp call, though. 4,300. He's not being talked about a lot. Um, yeah, I can see that. Um, who else? We got any flyers? I mean. I Walker seems like he's getting a good low. I, I don't know how I wasn't on Kenneth Walker last week. I just didn't play him. 6,200 for his like workload versus Carolina seems like a very good price. His ownership's around what? 11%. What do we have Matt? 11. Don't, don't feel too bad. He got two touchdowns in that game, you know, which is huge, but he only got 17 carries for 43 yards. So his, uh, he was very inefficient. Oh, only really? two tar, only two targets, one reception box score was efficient, but um, we have him at 17% ownership on RG. I, yeah. I don't know. What, about I, the, what? The other side with Miles Sanders, too. Yeah, that's the one I like. The Red Rifle is going to get that offense going. Red Rifle. I cannot play anything attached to Andy Dalton to 2023. I cannot believe he's still in the league. But Dillon's going to be, when we get to receiver, I think oh, Dillon's yeah. going to be relatively choggy. Um, yeah, I, Sanders stinks. I'm going to be, I'm going to tell you something about Sanders. He stinks. <laughs> Like, did you guys watch the game the other night? Like, his first his first carry broke it for, like, 11 yards. And then it was like, I don't know what they were trying to do, but every first down was the same play over and over again. It was a one-yard run into the line. It was just Sanders. They threw him right in the line, and then he just couldn't get anywhere. Chuba played better than Sanders. Yeah, but now defenses have to respect Andy Dalton, you know? Can't be loading the box. With, uh... up. Yeah. That's right. A red rifle. Well, when they find out he has no soul behind the line, it's just like they might they might be scared, you know. Yeah. Um, I was gonna mention Ramondre Stevenson, but I don't think I want at least on DraftKings. I know he's cheap over on FanDuel. I don't want to I don't want to mess with him um, against the Jets D. Although I am this for anybody who sports bets out there. Uh, anybody do the Wong teasers? Um, Big T. This. This this is the Wong game, not the wrong game, the the Wong game. So this this you, you, they're two and it's the key number. You know, you with a Wong teaser for those that don't know, you take 
it's you either it's either the dogs at one and a half and to two and a half underdogs so you get the six points so you beat you 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 pass through the key number three and you pass through the key number seven um and you also can do it with um uh favorites of seven and a half to eight and a half points but this jets team is the perfect dog at two and a half point favorites i mean two and a half point dogs you get the eight and a half points and it's also an extremely low total the total is like pressing like 37 36 to 37 depending where you're shopping so this is a really good game to tease with someone like baltimore the the jags or the the saints so i've already hammered it uh i've hammered a bunch of wong teases so i can't wait to, to fire out some wong tweets when they all when they all uh when they all hit but get on board with me no no make the drive I'm write on that board. down you know even yeah, though i mean right. just bet them out right pays better yeah i got a. I i got i know i should have i have i have a lot of wongs tied to the pip game too the other night which was the perfect scenario but they uh i should have just bet them out right too <laughs> to your point um all right let's move it on over to quarterback the chalk is going to be Kirk Cousins at 6,900. You get the 6,900 nice price tag. Um, you get the 54 uh, team. To, I mean, the 54 spread. You got a uh, great matchup for him. The, the Chargers have allowed 439 yards per game. Allowed a ton of fantasy points. The opposing QBs. So we got we got a at least mention if we're going to play him or how we're going to fade him. But Justin Herbert's there. Mahomes is there. Trevor Lawrence. Uh, Noto, what are you thinking at this position? Yeah, nothing bad to say about the the quarterbacks in the Chargers game. I think both Kirk Cousins, Justin Herbert, strong plays. You can play them tournaments, cash games. We generally don't need to worry about ownership um, at quarterback because it's pretty spread out. In terms of guys uh, lower on that I like, I like Lamar Jackson quite a bit. Um, I know he's been really bad, but, I mean, they've had four rushing touchdowns, none of which have been his. Now you don't have Justice Hill, um, no J.K. Dobbins, and uh, now we get, you know, a nice matchup against uh, the Colts at home. They have one of the worst secondaries in the league. So I think we're finally going to see the Todd Monken offense uh, really get going in this one. And then for cheap, I really like C.J. Stroud. Um, the Texans have been down big in every game. I kind of expect that to continue this week against the Jags. Um, he's already thrown for over 600 yards. Uh, he's an easy guy to stack with because Tank Dell's too cheap. Nico Collins is too cheap. So, yeah, I like uh, C.J. Stroud quite a bit this week. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Bobby. Yeah, so 
harping on the Stroud. Like I wanted to play Mills. I should have just played Stroud. Like Stroud was I would have been I would have been perfect everywhere. Adele, Nico Collins, overweight. Should have played Stroud. Um, I like the Lamar call. Like I feel similarly to Lamar. Everyone chased Lamar the first two weeks. This will be the week where he he smashes for sure. I would I would imagine. Um yeah, outside of that. I think Trevor Lawrence is so like I think this Jacksonville team just with the pace. You're taking um, Zay whatever his name is Jones. I was gonna mix up Zay Flowers and Jay, Zay Jones. I knew I was gonna do that because I just talked about Lamar. But you're taking Zay Jones out of the offense. It's more condensed. Christian Kirk Ridley had a like so-so game last week. Um, Evan Ingram's there. It's really just those three and then ETN. Like, I, I really like Lawrence. Uh, uh, he's someone I'm going to try to get to a little bit. Uh, Herbert's stack is condensed. Like, we don't – Herbert and Cousins. I don't love playing Cousins. I know it's a 1 p.m. game. It fits, like, everything you want with the Cousins um, game script. But for whatever reason, I just have never, like – I feel like I never – he's never a guy that's on the millie. For, or he's never a guy that's on the winning team, I feel like, for whatever reason, or just maybe I haven't noticed it. Um, for me, it would be more condensed with Herbert Mike Williams or Herbert Keenan Allen or the that expensive stack. And then, I don't know. Yeah, that was that's kind of how I look at it. I guess you could go Tua and Tyreek. Um, those guys make – Tua makes sense in that, in that regard. A lot of people think that game's going over, so – uh, yeah, that's pretty much it for me at quarterback. Um, yeah, so, I mean, Cousins, you know, he doesn't have that rushing upside, but, you know, with Madison not looking so hot, um, I mean, you got to expect he's going to be slinging it in this game. So you, the bonuses should be nice. 300-yard uh, bonus should be nice. Got the easy play with Justin Jefferson. Also has a pretty elite tight end. So I, I like it, but um, Herbert on the other side, I mean, he, he, who, who do you guys prefer if you have to choose one or the other cousins versus Herbert? I think it's Herbert. No question for me. Like he's going to get going new OC there um, from Dallas. His name slipping my mind for right now, but He's about to. I feel like he's in for in for a good game. Um, he's going to try to th- throw downfield more. Why is his Noda? What's his name? Give me his name. Uh, Kellen Moore. Kellen Moore. Yep. Kellen Moore. He's going to try to throw downfield more. Hasn't broken. He's like he's like on the precipice of being QB one for a week. So I'm going with. I I definitely prefer Herbert to Cousins. I like Herbert more as well, but at the same time, I also like Kelly more than Madison. So I got to figure out what I'm doing there. Yeah. So you just got to play a couple different scenarios. Um, yeah. I mean, and then you, you, I mean, we'll, we'll get into the, the weapons with Keenan and Mike Williams or the, the double stack. Um, but uh, so I, I like your call Noto on Stroud. It looks like he can sling it. Um I like Trevor Lawrence, uh, just what you said, Bobby. Uh, the more condensed offense with with Zay uh, Jones out makes it a little bit easier. Um, you know, go back to Ridley, Ingram, maybe uh, Etn, but those, those are the guys that should put up points in this game. I like that Lamar call with uh, Odell Beckham being potentially out. Um, that could uh, help. You know the. You know, you just play it with uh, Zay Flowers or uh, or Bateman, and then uh, what about? I know Geno Smith is gonna is getting some love just because he's so cheap. What are you? What are your guys? What's your thought on him? Uh, I've never been a big Geno guy. I don't know why. He's got a ton of weapons, so obviously, you know, he doesn't need uh, to do a whole lot to have a big game. I just don't really love that game in general. Um, but I do like uh, Gardner Minshew at 5,100. Catch-up game against the Ravens. Uh, missing oh boy. their best cornerback. Um, yeah, I think uh, I think Minshew's interesting. And are you guys playing the Tyreek-Justin Jefferson lineups? I think you team, definitely do it. Team Jamman at receiver? I think you can do it. Yeah, I'll you probably go just with... do one or, the, one or the other, but uh, – and I lean Jefferson, but – 
I guess we'll talk I mean, about receiver in a minute. But uh, if you do it, you got to save it, quarterbacks. I kind of like Minshew with those with that lineup, and then I also like uh, the Stroud lineup too. Yep. Um, any interest in Deshaun or uh, Tua? Or I mean, God, we're not even talking about Josh Allen. Did we would we have expected that coming into the season? Yeah, I mean, Washington's got a great pass rush, and that could be great for Allen's, you know, scrambling. He could have a really big day on the ground, and uh, when he scrambles, that's true. But when he scrambles, I mean, Diggs usually gets open downfield, so both those guys being, you know, really overlooked this week. Uh, Russell Wilson, anybody? No. No, definitely not. No. He kind of smashed last week. Late though, and one was yeah. like like a hail mary. Still, still counts. Still counts. Eighty yard hail mary, sixty yard. Uh, all right, let's uh, let's move it on over to wide receiver. Um, obviously, the the Chargers game has a lot of lot of options here. We've got Justin Jefferson at ninety three hundred uh, leads the way. The thing that's um, struck stuck out to me on um, Jefferson is the fact that he's been, he's smashed. He's 12, 12 uh, catches for 150 and 13 for 159. He hasn't scored a touchdown yet. Um, he, was, so, uh, he was like two inches away in the yeah. last game. He's definitely so, getting in this week. Yeah, he's definitely getting in this week. I, I agree with that. And then we, on the other side, we've got uh, Keenan Allen and Mike Williams. Do we have a preference there? Um, one or the other, or we, we, or do we just like them? I mean, honestly, we should just like each of them, but, uh, you got a preference? No, no. I like them both, but I, I never get Mike Williams right. And every time I play him, he goes out of the game in the second quarter with some type of injury. So, I mean, I like Keenan Allen. I think he's safer, but, uh, I mean, man, it just looks like everyone's going to be playing Mike Williams because he's a lot cheaper. And that does worry me a little bit. Um, they have the same air yard share. Keenan Allen's getting more targets. Keenan Allen's running more routes. So uh, I'll lean with Keenan Allen. Bobby? I'd lean with Keenan too. Um, I have the same issue with Mike Williams. I can't get him right except one time I got him right and I won a live final seat. Uh, only time I ever got him right though. 6K for Mike Williams. I, I feel like that's a point in construction where – you might be able to get underweight. The issue is he's just it's just almost too cheap for the volume that he's seeing. It's way it's way too cheap. It's way too cheap. That's the issue. Like I don't I wanna like be underweight or take the field, but I I, I feel like I should be playing more more of him. So he should I'm he should be gonna, like sixty eight. He should be like sixty eight hundred. You know, I'm like, probably gonna end up I'm probably gonna end up playing a little bit more. I'm probably gonna play a little bit more than the field. Um, on Mike Williams and prefer to get to Keenan Allen um, over him if I had a pick between the two in a vacuum. Yeah, and Noto, you said like the the air yards have been there for Mike Williams. You know, last week he had the third third most air yards. Um, he's just it's just he's just cheaper and he has monster upside potentially. But uh, if Noto plays him. He's going to get hurt is what we, yep. what we, what we found out. So, all right. Um, what about some other guys here? Who's popping? Um, let's see. Well, Christian Kirk is going to get played with Zay Jones being out. Um, well, how do we, how do we feel about, uh, how do we feel about Kirk? Treated me real well last year. And uh, I mean, Bobby called that, uh, last week, just saying, you know, they're saying they're going to get Kirk more involved, and uh, they absolutely did. The injury obviously helped a little bit in the second half there, but really good game for him. I'm more interested in going back to Ridley. Um, if you watch that game, he had two or three potential touchdowns just slipped through his fingers. Um, we think he's still the alpha receiver in this offense. Houston just lost their best cornerback uh, for six to eight weeks, uh, got put on the IR, Derek Stingley. So I think it's a great spot for both of them. But I'll go back to Ridley if he's going to be the lower end of the two. Uh, Bobby, you like? Uh... Yeah, so for me, I I prefer Ridley. Um, 
I think Kirk's fine as well. Like I said, it's going to be condensed there, and I think they're going to come in at a lot lower ownership than what we're seeing on these um, these condensed office offenses in the Dome. So I think it's an interesting tournament pivot to get to the Lawrence stacks. Um, if you want to double them, I think that's fine. They're also significantly cheaper than Jefferson and Williams, Kirk and Ridley. Um, I think you could also go to Ingram, Matt Ingram in that stack. But, yeah. For me, I like both. Um, probably my second favorite stack on the slate or game on the they're, – they're my second favorite offense on the slate. Not necessarily my favorite game, um, but definitely my second favorite offense uh, outside of the Chargers. Yep, yep. Um, so here's the problem with Christian Kirk. It's just like my my bet on uh, Keith Kirkwood to score a touchdown the other night is I'm going to play Christian Kirk. I've been playing Chris Kirk. Whenever I play golf, I play Chris Kirk in golf. So And it never works out, but I got to support my, my name. Support Chris Kirk won me a good bit of money. In, yeah, no, he great. finally came on when I stopped playing golf. I stopped playing like uh, – I'm, ta- I'm talking like five years ago. I was like always playing Kirk. And also a guy named Chris Wood. So I was playing That's Chris or is that is that a golfer Chris Wood too? Noto? Uh, Maybe five it, years ago. Yeah, if it is, he's not anymore. Yeah, or it yeah. may have been. Um, anyways, Chris, Chris Kirk won me 200k. Like Noto was, I was hopped on a shit. I was, I wasn't even gonna play that day, and I listened to Noto's PGA takes or the RG show, and I threw in like 150, and Chris Kirk was on the uh, winning team that week for me. <laughs> Big week. Nice. We do have a kind of a we've got we've got some nice mid range plays at least from name value. I mean, Michael Pittman's a little more expensive, but uh, he's he should be a, a pretty good option uh, in that uh, in the Ravens game. We've got, um, I mean, can we can we go with Drake London, who finally you know week two came came out. You know, Drake the Snake, seven targets, six receptions, sixty seven yards, a tutty. Um, you know, maybe like I, I do think that this this is a game. I think I know everyone's saying Atlanta is going to slow it down. I think they're going to be forced. I think this game is going to pop off personally, and uh, I might just play a lot of plays from this game and um, or uh, whittle them in with some of the uh, Chargers game. But uh, other than that, we also have like Amari Cooper. Like this is this should be an Amari Cooper spot. Um, he ended up kind of salvaging the other night, um, but you know certainly without without Chubb, it's probably going to hit their run game more and force Deshaun to throw a little bit more. Um, Tennessee, you can't run on them anyway, and the, they're the the everyone says the the pass funnel defense. So a guy like Amari is interesting to me at fifty seven hundred because I'm always looking in that price range because when you know. Amari Cooper can go off for 30 fantasy points. And if you have him at 57, if he's, you know, you're going to need him at 5,700 if that happens. But uh, Zay Flowers is in that range. And then we have like a, some decent plays, at least for, I know like Adam Thielen is going to be a cash play probably. Um, but uh, 3,900, I mean, what can you say? I mean, he got a, he got nine targets, seven receptions, 54 yards in the touchdown, 20 fantasy points could potentially be in play again, but, um, and then we have the the green Bay situation to still monitor, but who are some guys in the, the mid range there that are catching your eye? You have interested in it. Noto. Yeah. I love the Amari Cooper call. Pretty much any receivers against the Titans are going to be in my player pool. Um, you brought up Michael Pittman as well. Um, I've, Talked about liking Gardner Minshew, so I like that one. You can use Pittman either with Minshew or as a bring back to your Lamar stacks. Um, we talked about um, the guys in Houston. I think Tank Dell and Nico Collins are both in play once again. Jacksonville's sort of a run or a pass funnel as well, um, similar to the Titans. Other than that, I mean, Jahan Dotson, everyone wants him to be a big thing. Uh, maybe this is the week he gets off a little bit uh, with all the attention being on Terry McLaurin. Probably about it. Do you guys have any Zay Flowers? We mentioned him a little bit with our Lamar stacks. Anyone else, Bobby? Um, yeah, for me, you kind of hit on pretty much everyone. Uh, no one really standing out. Um, just looking salary wise, going down the list. Sorry. Uh, 50, 
Yeah, I think Flowers is a good one. Addison at 5-5 five, five, I think is very cheap in that game. The one I think people are going to play, and I think he might be a better play than Addison um, point per dollar-wise, is K.J. Osborne. Uh, he seems like a really good play at 4K in that game. But I think he's going to be – He's. I think he'll probably see more ownership than Addison – in tournaments, I would just play Addison. I'd probably play both of them pretty – I'd probably be pretty overweight on both of them, to be honest. Um, but then it's a question of Jefferson. Like, I don't want to play Cousins stack, so it's going to be just if they hit my teams or not. I, I'm not in on Cousins. I feel like everyone's going to – I don't know. This is definitely going to burn me not being in on Cousins the way I'm looking at these projections. But, uh, yeah, I'm play, if you're playing Herbert, I think all these Minnesota guys make are fine runbacks. Um, yeah, and Zay Flowers, 5,400, think he's good. Odell's out. Yeah, that's pretty much everyone I'm thinking of. Michael Thomas, 5,300. I don't want to play him, but seems like he's going to get a lot of targets from Derek Carr if he's just going to check down for days. That game environment's atrocious, though. Um, Elijah Moore versus Tennessee at 4,700 if everyone's going to go to Cooper. Yeah, these guys are all guys I'd consider. I, I got one last one. Josh Reynolds. It's obvious him and Goff have that connection. They're probably going to be more pass heavy without Montgomery. Um, Amon Ra dinged up on his uh, on his toe. Uh, Reynolds is dinged up also as well, but uh, got a full practice in on Friday. So uh, I mean, he's just so cheap. You get a big bomb touch. I just think this game is going to. I just have so many warm and fuzzy feelings of the like Detroit Dome games that. I just gotta, I gotta play it. But uh, yeah, all right. Um, before Bobby, get ready. Before we move it over to tight end, I, I got a DM earlier saying we love the ad reads. Big Ticketmaster exec said we love Bobby doing the ad reads. Our sales are killing it. It's so good, Bobby. For the Ticketmaster. Hey, More memories are made when you're there for live action. And when you need tickets, Ticketmaster has got you covered. As the official marketplace of the NFL, Ticketmaster gives you more ways to find your perfect seat. Their interactive seat map gives you 360-degree previews of your section to make sure you have the best view of those pivotal plays. And if your plans change, Ticketmaster gives you more flexibility to sell or transfer your tickets, plus mobile tickets, make getting in on the game a breeze and you can even customize your Ticketmaster app to rep your team's colors. Find tickets today at ticketmaster.com slash NFL. There you go. Ticketmaster. Sorry for cutting you off, Kirk. I didn't mean to do no, that. I was, it was, getting, I was getting into the read. I was trying to bring the best I could to the no, read. I like it. Next time we're going to, we're going to finish. We're, we're, next time we do the read, we're going to finish with a Ric Flair. Woo. Woo. You know? All right. Yeah, I get you. Ass. I'll yeah. do that. Yeah. No, next week. Definitely going to do that. So practice it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, tight end, our favorite segment. Um, Travis Kelsey. So there, it's interesting, right? Like let me we've down. got Kelsey. Yeah. But we, we, you, you've got to take him seriously every week. Cause he has, he can absolutely crush all of the, the other plays at tight end and give you a real advantage over the field when he does go off. So he is worth considering as a wide receiver one at 7,200. Yeah, sure, a little bit disappointing. Also, the game script might not be the best in this one um, if Chicago lays down again. We didn't mention Justin Fields at all at QB. I'm going to bring that up quickly. Do you, do you, are you guys clearly out on him? I think it's a great week to play him in tournaments, but I just don't – I don't know if I'm – like the, the offensive line is banged up, right? Like – Okay, that makes me – he's going to run more if he's going to have to scramble, and he wants to run more. So I read a tweet. I forget who tweeted it out prior to this. It's just like – I think it was DKDFS or the account on Twitter was, and he was – this would have been a chalk week for um, Fields if it was like week 16 or week 17 last year and no one's playing him. I think that was a tweet. I don't know if it was verbatim, but I thought it was an interesting point. Yeah, you got to think he's going to get more designed runs. He's only had two so far this season. Um, he was very upfront about it uh, in the interview earlier this week, and then you saw him hugging his uh, offensive coordinator the other day. So uh, they've apparently made up. And uh, I think he's uh, a good play on FanDuel. He's a little bit cheaper over there uh, com- comparatively. 
This is going to be a boomer take, but I hate that he called out his coaches. Bob, this is a Celtics. This is Bobby has this problem with Celtics too. Uh, yeah, no, I, I do. It's, it's terrible to throw your coach under the bus. Like I don't think he. I don't know. It's just not good, and that's what makes me scare scares me off. Because maybe this alignment out, they let someone get a free whack at him or something. You know what I mean? You never know what's going on behind the scenes. What a what a crazy week for the the Bears though. Allen Williams and then uh, I, what was yeah. going on there? Like they they the, the, they, F, the, the fact that uh what what was his name? Um, Peanut Tillman was like Peanut. Yeah, it was an FBI informant. Like that was just like oh, we're supposed to know that Peanut. You know. So, just oh, he's like an FBI. Agent. He's an FBI agent, yeah. And he informed the Bears about them raiding the house, and then they retracted everything. And now, and now we've got nothing. Like nothing. We've had no yeah. nothing. No news since on it. Um, crazy, interesting to watch, but tough week for uh, the Chicago Bears for sure. Um, we also have plays. So if we, you know, Zach Ertz is a. Uh, is a target monster in the year 2023, which is crazy. Um, eight targets last week against the Giants, uh, 10 targets in week one. They just don't have anyone else on offense, really. So I get it. Um, tough matchup against Dallas, um, especially if, like, they want to key in on him for, for some reason. But uh, he's going to be in play. Dur- uh, Durham Smythe is going to be popular. Um Musgrave, Kincaid, Dalton Schultz was a great play last week. Although, was he? No, he wasn't a great play. If Ferguson was the great play, I got that mixed up. But, uh, oh, Mark Andrews, right? So, like those, so Mark Andrews and Kelsey are the two guys that can really blow out the field. Uh, Evan Ingram, I could have a good game in this spot, but Hawkinson's could I I'm Hawkinson could obviously have a good game in this spot, but uh, how how much do you guys like? I know Noto like Lamar. Are are you pairing uh, Andrews with him? Yeah, I'll definitely pair him with Andrews. Uh, I was looking at this route participation for Andrews and Kelsey um, from last week since they didn't play Week One. Uh, Kelsey ran around on 56% of dropbacks. Uh, Andrews was up to 75%. So he was running more routes. Don't have to worry about him being limited at all. Good matchup. Certainly fine with Kelsey as well. I mean, he did have nine targets. Um, I have a hard time getting up um, at this, these price points of these two. But I think Hawkinson's an interesting way to get um, exposure to that Chargers-Vikings game. And then the two cheapies that I like, Sam Laporta. Uh, you've been talking about the Lions game quite a bit. I think he makes a lot of sense at 4K against uh, the Falcons. And then I like uh, Thurm Smythe. Uh, he leads all Dolphins wideouts in routes run so far this season. He hasn't really done much with them, but uh, good good spot there for him at 2,900. I think he'll probably be the popular pump play in cash games. Um. Bobby, who are you like? Uh, at tight end, obviously everyone's playing Ertz with all these targets. He'll be tearing an ACL sooner rather than later, I would imagine, just because I don't know how much longer a guy like Zach Ertz can take with a beating of an NFL, like actually wi- the wear and tear. I, how old is this guy at this point? And he had a bad back for like years. Like how did how did he? Yeah, I don't he, understand. He must, like, he must be giving him the good stuff. It must be he must be getting the good stuff before games. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Travis Kelsey will probably have a bad a bounce back week on the week. I don't play him. I think Hawkinson's really interesting for tournaments. Just pay, just in that game. Hopefully we get lower ownership. But he seems like he might be the lowest owned in that game. Um, I think it will have a lot to do with his price being at 6,500. So I could see myself playing a lot at Hawkinson. Um, Andrews, I like a good bit. Uh, he's getting L- – Lamar is going to get going here. So Andrews is going to be someone he's going to go to that I think with Odell out, it just makes it more – like Lamar loves his tight ends. We know that. Um, I don't mind Andrews. Engram's another one at 4,800 I really like. That's pretty much it. Kylan Granson, if you like Minshew, I think at 3,100. I know Noda's been talking about Minshew. I think he's a really good play, too. So I was just looking at Pro Football Focus, and the top three matchups for tight ends, at least for on this side, are Hawkinson, Ingram, and Kelsey. And right behind them is Ferguson and Laporta. I think Jake 
Jake Ferguson is definitely, you know, it's, it's being a Dallas tight end is usually fruitful. Um, I think he's got all the, all the, the tools to be good. Um, you know, he, he did have a touchdown last week, didn't have a ton of usage, but I think you can, you can play him at cheap, but those, those are the matchups. So that's where I'm probably going to be somewhere in, in there. Um, all right, Bobby, you got any favorite defenses this week for the Bobby Gomes defensive segment? Yeah, we're looking now. Um, yeah, for me, <laughs> I, yeah. Um, basically, I like Jacksonville, but I do like their passing game now, so I don't want to play too much Jacksonville. I uh, just want to go and check here what we get. Okay, so, yeah, Jacksonville works. Um, who else do we get? Sorry about this, guys. Not not really ready for the defensive segment. I feel like this is two weeks in a row now, which probably isn't the best uh, job on my part. The Bills look like the chalk defense. Uh, people are going to play them. I I I like the Browns a little bit versus Tennessee. You know, I think that's a, they, I, the Browns. I love the Browns. I love the Browns. The Browns. The Browns might be the one. They might be the team. I they Schwartz got them playing really well. Thirty three hundred versus Tennessee. I'm going to go to the Browns. Um, you know, Miles Garrett and uh, Zadarius Smith should be able to do some some damage in there. Um, don't you know? I wouldn't be scared to to flip around and play the commanders as opposed to uh, the yeah. bills at 2,400. Yeah. yeah. I like that call too. Josh no, Allen uh, sacks waiting to happen. Yeah. I was just going to bring them up. Uh, I make a little chart in the first look that compares defensive line versus offensive line pressures and uh, yeah. Commander's number four on the week. So twenty four hundred. Do we get, do you, does the first look have DVOA? I didn't hit it this week. So, I had to do EPA instead because Football Outsider is no longer around. I believe uh, FTN acquired yeah. that data, and it's yeah. not free, so I'm not sure. If it ain't free, it ain't for me. FTN um, acquired Football Outsiders data? They're at least where it's out. Yeah, they're, they're, yeah, that's where it is. Uh, weird. Yeah. Anyways. All right. Uh, favorite stacks. Did I miss anything? Am I supposed to do anything like promos or anything? Um, favorite stacks. though? we're going to do uh, large, large, super large fields. Uh, then the, the smaller dollar. I mean, the higher dollar, small field stuff. One, one each. Uh, started off Noto. All right, I'm going to avoid the Chargers game just because uh, that one's pretty obvious. Um, so I'm going to go large field. I'll go with Minshew to Pittman um, and bring it back with Andrews or Zay Flowers. And then small field stuff. I really like C.J. Stroud. Um, you can pair him up with Tank Dell, Nico Collins, or both. And then you can bring it back with Kirk, Etienne, um, Ridley, any of those guys. And uh, this still leaves you with a lot of salary. I kind of like cheap quarterback stacks because then you can play Tyreek, you can play Jefferson, you can play Keenan um, with that construction. Bobby. I'm going to go Lawrence on the other side of that game. Ridley and Kirk. I think that's going to be my favorite stack of the week. Uh, you can play it in, every, in uh, large field and small oh, yeah, field. Yeah, stuff. you can play it in both. Um, I like Lawrence a lot. I was going to say that. So I got to find, I, I got to figure, so help me figure out, I, wa- I want to play this Detroit game, but how do I play this Detroit game when it's, uh, when I'm, when I'm thinking of uh golf versus Ritter? I wouldn't even play like you, the pace you're yeah. just playing just, in a bad I think, pace. I think, no, I think this game is going to pop off. I really, you can I play really pieces. Do. Yeah, I'm going to. Um, so maybe that's the way to do it and not stack it and then, uh, and use somebody else, but it just feels, feels like I should, I guess the offenses that are so condensed to, to play that game in high pace spots. Don't play that game. I'm telling you, mark my words, this game is going to pop off and now I'm going to, and I'm going to, I'm going to ring you out. I can't play the QB that 
that's the problem. I can't play the goose. So, um, I mean, I'm just going to take what they gave to us and I'm going to play Herbert chalk. I don't care. And I'm going to play, I'm going to play uh, Keenan over Mike Williams. I'm going to fade Mike Williams and I'm going to have Justin Jefferson, but then I'm going to try to get some uh, of the Detroit plays Atlanta plays in that, in my build there. Um, and that will be for the, the smaller field, high dollar stuff, man. I want to go, I want to play the other side. I want to play Stroud, Noto's, Noto's boy um, on the other side of Trevor Lawrence and uh, with, with Nico and running back with, uh, you know, I could do a, a Ridley or I don't, I'm Ridley ETN or Burke, yeah, two of those or, three or Ingram. Yeah, Ingram too. That's the play there too. So I'm just gonna I'm gonna make a few of those is what I'm gonna do uh, for my large field stuff because I don't think Stroud's gonna get much love. Um, I think this game's gonna get overlooked at least on the Houston side. So yeah, but that's where I'm going. Um, any final thoughts for the people, Bobby? No, that's it. Good luck, guys. Week three, moving along here on this uh, NFL season. Noto. And thanks for watching. Thanks for watching. Uh, hit the thumbs up button. Leave us some uh, some constructive criticism uh, in the comments. We love reading those. And uh, yeah, good luck week three. But take it easy on us. It's week three. It was week two. We're we're gonna we had a new new we got chemistry to build over here. We we're gonna get better. We're gonna start Ric Flair wooing. We're gonna bring the energy. Uh, we made a cognizant effort to bring more energy to the show. I hope you guys liked it. Um, but, uh, yeah, we're going to have a good week all around for all of us. I certainly need one, but, uh, all right. This has been the RG DFS tournament takes podcast week three edition, and we'll catch you next week for week four. Thank you.